0: Welcome back to another episode of RC Stuff, powered by Hobby Wing. My name is Jordan Temkin. I'm here with my co-host, Charlie Swanka. How are you doing tonight, Charlie?
1: i uh, fantastic. Another beautiful evening. I got up to a bunch of good Hobby Stuff, and there are RC events happening. There are RC events not happening. I have some questions that have come in through RC Stuff at HobbyWing.com that we're going to talk about oh, a little bit later on. Did we? Up. So, yeah.
0: Cool. Excited, yeah, that is exciting. We're starting to get questions, man.
1: It, it's good. Some of them are awesome. Some of them are repeaters. So we're going to go over one of the most repeated questions, and that is, what happens when you run into like your first problem with your RC car. So we'll, we'll get into that a little later on. I think
0: we'll, we'll save that for the end. Okay. Okay. What are we? What are we starting it out with?
1: Well, I would like to know more about, we talked a little bit about your drifting practice, and it seemed like some more of that happened.
0: Yeah, it did. Uh, I went back last week. I I mean, the days are blurring still. Um, Lockdown's got
1: everybody confused about what's going on. The hours are short for your stores, and it's like, only certain days the hours are different, but now it's all the same, so we don't even know what's going on.
0: Right, yeah, so I believe it was last week uh I, I got a chance to go back out to the drift track um the the guys had a private day before their competition on the weekend um so I experimented more with the three sixty camera on a pole uh which was which was fun um if you want to check out my instagram jet dot f p v you can see how that turned out. I think it turned out pretty well. I was, Um, yes,
1: it looks, I'd say it gives a different perspective. If if you follow first person view people, FPV stuff, you'll see a lot of chase footage with drones on the drift track. And this 360 camera aspect of it where you're sort of flying in front of them is a little bit different Adds kind of new to it. So it's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was fun. Uh, yeah. The hardest part's definitely just like staying in front right. of them at a constant distance because it's.
1: I wanted to ask you, like, so how do you gauge where you are? You just fly the course and hope you're in front of them? Yeah,
0: that? yeah, that's kind of how it was going on this last one. So do you um,
1: follow them a couple times, get a tempo for what they do, and when that guy comes out yep. again, you go yep. jump in front of them, and this is the tempo that guy flies?
0: Right, right. So or it's it was easiest brother, when a guy did the the course like two or three times in a row. So I could like warm up on how, like how their entry mm. speed was and bit. exit speed and where they like to break and all that kind of stuff. Um, where some of the guys like to, you know, enter some corner slowly and the other guys like to go 60 miles an hour into it or whatever. Uh, so yeah, it, it took a bit of trial and it, well, it was all trial and error. Um, was it another full
1: day out of the track again? like, Or several days out of the
0: track? Uh, after, afternoon. It was an afternoon out of the track.
1: Just one? You got all those clips from one day?
0: Wow. Yeah, man. Well, because they're just lapping constantly. And then uh, I brought like 20 or so batteries and was lapping with them. Mm. So,
1: again, no communication with the drivers or anything? You just go and rip it?
0: Yeah, no, pretty that's, much.
1: That's great.
0: Yeah. I mean, it was it was really fun. Uh, it, I was... I'm excited. I have a few more ideas on, like, ways to... Um, oh, speaking of which, there's a box sitting next to me that uh, came on the slow boat from China. Um, which they
1: all are these days.
0: Well, Right, but I ordered it uh, that first day, time I went drifting, in it, and so it finally got here. And it is a analog picture-in-picture... Uh, circuit board.
1: That sounds. So that sounds extremely, supposed That to. sounds extremely nerdy, sure.
0: Yeah. So it's supposed to let me put a camera on the front and a camera on the back, oh. and I can plug them both into there, oh. and then it will take and merge the two images of these two cameras into what a picture-in-picture situation but, where I'll have the main screen is my front camera, and then in the bottom right little corner, in your or I guess right in the quarter the bottom right quarter hmm. of the screen will be my re- rear view camera
1: so you'll be able to look forward while having a rear view and also
0: mirror. right and have a right, rear view fly mirror that i can around. At. right uh, i will lose cool. a quarter of cool. my image which is a lot um but in this situation i think i can fly fine with a quarter of the image that, missing that
1: sounds very cool
0: uh, the, my my does, concern is the, the added latency
1: and all the nonsense. Like that sounds like no, no, impossible.
0: no. So it takes it takes the two camera inputs oh, and then the puts out channel. one camera oh, right, input. Right, I got you. right, right, right. So then I'm then the the board plugs into. Um, it's it uh, uh like
1: picture and pictures the two cameras onto one. Channel. Right. Okay. I'm right.
0: Sorry. It is a camera, and, and I could do side-by-side mode, too, so I could just, or, you like, top to and bottom. Adjust it? So I could have just, like, Split the screen. camera one on the top and camera two on the bottom kind of deal. You could
1: put it in the middle, like, a rearview mirror?
0: Uh, I don't think you can do middle. There's only, like, a few presets, but it has four camera inputs. So in theory, I could have four cameras and just have, like, a, a multi-view. Dude.
1: This, but, this like the future.
0: But it's gonna take some testing, and I'm sure there's some added latency right wow. um so it might be had, weird to fly with, had, but I think for the type of flying, it will be fine, even if there is heavy latency.
1: Have you been doing the drift days with your analog stuff or with your h d stuff
0: uh I did both last oh, time okay, so the all the three sixty stuff was shot on a Uh, uh, digital setup and then I switched to analog because I didn't have a digital quad that didn't have a giant foot long pole sticking out of the bottom
1: it seems like you should make those removable bro
0: just saying yeah yeah, yeah, you know I probably should have but I didn't sometimes zip ties Um, are permanent but I did just build a new freestyle quad with a uh what's it called? DJI hmm. Vista. The Vista. The Vista.
1: Have you tried the 50 millibus millib- seconds yet?
0: Yes. So that was that was like right after that came out. Um, oh, okay. Dude, it's amazing. Have you tried it yet?
1: I'm ashamed to say that I haven't flown in like three weeks until yesterday. I just
0: saw a picture of you flying for lunch. That
1: was like the first time I've flown in a while. Oh, okay. So. Okay, I broke a copter and I thought I didn't have a part and then I found the part that I needed to fix it. So, everything sorted out and I went out and flown or I went out and flew, but I didn't want to update anything the mm. on my first time back, so I went and flew once, flew a second time. I'm going to update everything and go out and fly.
0: So, dude, uh, do do the update. Yeah. If if you have a DJI system and you haven't updated uh to the newest 1006 or whatever 50, it is. 50
1: megabytes, bro. Dude, whatever that means. It's,
0: so it's there's the focus mode, right? Sure. That so, you almost always have to fly with right. in DJI. Where let's, pause, exp- let's pause for one moment. I'll explain. It. Let
1: me recap. There's analog, okay, okay, okay. FPV video, first-person view, where you see out the front of the copter, and the analog is uh, the lowest amount of latency, but it's I, I've always said it's like watching TV with the rabbit ears on top. You get a little static and stuff like that, but it's instantaneous. And lately, there's been this HD systems that come out that are from dji that have much clearer video with the added latency and their various ways that they get around these latency modes what's it called
0: so it's not much added latency but well no but this
1: mode where it gets the fog out on the sides
0: so in in instead order of to, static
1: you get a little bit of blurriness on the edges like a right broad, it
0: prioritizes black. the center of the screen over the edges of the screen far
1: superior to analog in many ways so
0: when your signal starts to degrade the edges of your screen kind of get a little blurry and choppy but because that's kind of like a quote peripherals it's not much of an issue you don't notice it right you don't really notice it in practice right. Um, so, and and that is with the standard default 25 megabit bitrate mode. Uh, and DJI, I guess, magically... I mean, I guess the capabilities of this thing were extremely limited for its release. And they're kind of like ramping it up via software. Uh, and so they've increased the bitrate and bandwidth that the goggles and the module and the, the VTX are allowed to use to twice as much to from 25 to 50 megabits. Um, so what ends up happening is now you are actually taking up three channels or like two and a half channels. Um, when you're in 50 megabit mode, there isn't channels one through seven anymore. It's just channels one, two, and three. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Cause I think it's just using the bandwidth of Makes you know, sense. it's, it's just using more, you can't, you um, can't
1: get just free, better video with. Right. No- right.
0: Exactly. Uh, but, but it's really, so it pretty much eliminates that the need of the focus mode, I have it set to auto. So it's like, if it ever feels like it needs to kick on and give me better signal, it can kick on the focus mode, but otherwise it's a lot clearer. It's a lot sharper it seems a lot more stable in its connection. And you per- you're you pretty much like looking through a GoPro while you're flying now, even more than before. I
1: was gonna say, like, you get so used to the focus mode and that little blurriness that comes on the side that until you get into some, I'd say, more extreme situations. For where I fly, our field is pretty small. I, I barely notice any difference at all,
0: so. Right. But but it's one of those things where I mean that's why I've been hesitant you don't to know how it. Like, bad it was until you see the good stuff yeah. <laughs> kind of thing
1: right. It's like beta flight updates, like nobody knew
0: right, and then you're like, oh, oh, this is better, right so it's uh yeah, it's pretty incredible i I was very happy with it. I mean it, it's so happy that it motivated me to convert one of my analog uh quads to uh the vista system oh to the new uh to, for people that know know the vista is a small compact uh dji hd uh, transmitter
1: third party license system that uses the dji tech is the way right or and DJI. it's
0: smaller than the dji air module okay. um but yeah i i shoved that into i took the analog vtx uh out of my quad and took the analog camera out and stuffed the vista in there yeah yeah i'm excited i'm really because i actually haven't used a vista before so i'm excited Uh, to try it out
1: i i mean we've talked about it a little bit before but the this hd systems are quite easy to use and the Right, you know, interface is pretty straightforward, so it's a, a good yeah. step in the right direction for FPV enthusiasts.
0: Yeah, and I, I think this fifty megabit mode is just gonna push me, a little closer to wanting to use DJI. Like right now, be real I'd say in terms it. of my use, I'm like, I'm still eighty percent analog, twenty percent, uh, HD. Mm-hmm. I'd say in terms of like when I go out and fly, what am I using? Maybe even more, like 90% analog to 10% HD. Uh, I think this is going to push it more to 50-50.
1: So is there better, like, I don't know, penetration and stuff like that? The places i flown my HD so far, the places where I did lose signal, I would expect my analog to also lose signal. I flew behind some pretty right. you know, far stuff. Right. but. Yeah. As far as like normal tree flying analog versus HD, is there a, a a a big difference there?
0: Uh it's the way in which you lose the signal. Okay. So for me, like I think the HD system goes a little bit further. Like it hangs on tight a little bit longer. Okay. But the difference is if you do lose it with the analog you're looking at static you blip the throttle and this the video pops back instantaneously ish right gotcha where with the hd you lose signal now you're staring at the logo (laughs) splash screen and let's say you pop the throttle to get it back and it's it takes a few seconds to kind of load it and boot it back in and you know right i mean you whenever you turn on the hd system you see it's like this 10 or 15 second kind of it takes a minute for it to settle into its signal, in, in comparison
1: right? the you'll get um, an, in an in right.
0: right comparison to analog situation
1: you right. get blip 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 and you'll kind of be able to pay attention or, or pay attention see what's going on so to speak little by little and have a clue
0: right right um so that's why I still fly analog, because when I'm flying long range and stuff, I want to be able to very much so skirt the edge of... So analog has
1: uh, less overall quality, but quicker connect and reconnect, so to speak, whereas HD has better quality and has... When you lose it, you lose and, it...
0: And more predictable. And, it just... and it's, for me, it's about the predictability. Like, I know why and how I'm going to lose my analog signal, Right? Where I'm like, if I go behind this tree, I will lose it. If I don't, I don't lose it. With the HD, if I go behind that tree, <laughs> I might lose it. I might not. Right, I don't know. Yeah. The tempo I mean? a little different, right? So, so, the t- right, and and like just based like just based on that, that's why I still fly in a lot more. Because to me, the when I fly my quads, at least in the mountains and stuff, it's. Being able to manage the risk and and predict uh, the what's going to happen is long range. If you get
1: behind, like let's say a tree line or a ridge line, and it starts to get a little staticky in your analog video, like you said, you throttle up, video comes back on. With a digital system, when you go to do that, there's a delay between when it comes back on, and you don't get this staticky situation. You get freeze frame, lockout you throttle up hoping for the best and when it comes back on you don't you may or may not be where you thought you were
0: right and and the and the difference is like also let's say behind that ridgeline you do lose video with analog but with digital hey for some reason you still have video back there that's weird i'm going to keep on flying and then boom it's gone right like it's it's very sudden when it does uh, go wrong much
1: like digital Um, versus an analog system that that's kind of what your experience is the 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 fade away versus the lights out
0: situation right so but you know it's for the times that i am just either chasing drift cars like the benefit is when you're chasing a drift car or doing any sort of filming you can actually Mm -hmm. see what you're doing (laughs) to put it bluntly, right? Like you can actually see where with analog you can't really Shake sort of shape. see. You're like if if you were taking a driving test and you could only see at analog level of clarity, they'd be like, <laughs> "Sorry sir, you're legally blind. We can't give you your driving test There's unless you wear contacts or glasses." It, yeah, for sure. uh, right. Where yeah. with with the HD you can actually, you know, it's 2020 20 vision. Um so for me for filming and stuff, yeah. I mean, DJ is the way to go. So I built another one. And now we've talked for 10 minutes about HD. Well, that's what
1: gets you excited.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just excited. It, it was a little bit of a pain, I will say, to build that, that quad because I had to, you know, cram what? everything in there. Where before the, the oh, Unify I, that so I had the, in there, the, the analog. It, also, with high-tech this little tiny flat thing. these
1: HD systems are slightly larger, slightly, drastically, drastically slightly larger than the video systems yes. that we work with. Plus, most of them, the Vista does one antenna, as the DJI system does two antennas. So, yes. Get Fun to deal with.
0: Yeah, it was. I, I mean, just just learning a new component. Right, is it always takes a mm-hmm. bit longer the first time when you're building a quad? With I, it
1: scares new. the life out of me when I add new things um, to my quadcopter. I've been from updates, three things stop working to uh, hardware that's just not compatible. Right. So I'm always alerted.
0: well. Anyways, what have you been up to?
1: When I uh, a lot of motoing. I got a little another hobby, a, a short hobby break in, but back at it. I got my copter fixed, but not Uh There is new. Rock crawling system that we just announced. I had to do a world exclusive on the Charlie show. Your fusion system this is a FOC with field orientation circuitry or field orientation control, however you want to say it. Wow, brushless setup that has a motor with the speed in the end bell. So the motor itself is a 540 size, and then they stuck a speed control on the end of it. So you have a there's no extra wires. You just have the battery wires coming out, the receiver mm. wire coming out, and bam, you have a rock crawl motor and speed control ready to go. So, I got to do a exclusive on that uh, on the Charlie Show as far as like an unboxing and a pre-release. I was very excited about that. So if you didn't know, Charlie cool. Show on YouTube, Hobby Wing Official, that you can check cool. that out. Uh, what else?
0: I mean, you got to go and fly. Today. I got to fly go a little bit.
1: That that wasn't that exciting because it was a couple long time coming. I'm gonna say that I'm ashamed that it took me so long to fix my copter, but uh, I got it going again. So my Super G is back in action, and tra- nice. Travis delivered my uh, Super G X arms, which is fantastic.
0: Oh, did you did you get a custom mod cut? I
1: did. I messaged oh, the guy that owns Project 399. And I asked him if uh-huh. it was okay if I asked my buddy to draw up some arms that were X pattern instead of the what what is it what do they call it H or I pattern where it's uh, shorter than it is wide.
0: Yeah right. I call it wide X. I think. Right. I, I don't even know. Short what call X, it, wide X.
1: Anyway, if you guys don't know, Jordan owns 399. So I basically asked him <laughs> if it was okay if his buddy that draws his files for him that I know locally could make me some X arms. That, that's the joke there. Because I, I have a thing in my head that I always think that X flies better than anything else. So I, I feel like a, I, I, in the quadcopter pattern, does. equal, equal for the wheel purpose. base front to back, where the foot pattern is, is an X. The downside is, as I learned from conversations with Travis, is that you can't get as quite a compact footprint overall. And you get more props in view versus, you know, whatever the case may be. But
0: right, right.
1: For me, it doesn't matter. So I got myself some X arms that I'm going to build. And I have my I'm glad to hear. my STEEZY G is close to be ready. It turns out that I gave away all my uh, speed controls, so I don't have enough electronics to put it together, but I got an order going in, so that'll that'll be up in the air soon.
0: Nice. I'm excited for you to build that. Travis finally built his and I think immediately broke it the same day.
1: Mm-hmm. He told me all about it. So,
0: yeah, I'm I feel like the trees... I'm glad have been... to have that info. Mm-hmm. I'm also Wish I had that info earlier. <laughs> right.
1: You, well, that's kind of what I said. Like a month
0: that I have ago. <laughs> yeah,
1: we are. We are, were both equally ashamed that we didn't bash uh. these. Things. I think that it took me so long that he finally put it together and went and smashed it his stuff right away.
0: Right. Which is good and good and bad.
1: It's mostly bad. If any of the, if you ever get the opportunity. That someone says, Hey, can you test this for me? Yes. The answer is yes, and you say yes, you need to go do it right away. Like I've run into the same thing with, you know, folks that I've worked with over the years. And I feel your frustration, Jordan.
0: I don't know it's if it's frustration. I think I I, I was there. actually excited to see he broke it in a way that actually another tester of mine had broken it also. So it was yeah, it was a confirmation oh, was or a validation of that other guy's
1: I'm excited to show you all the ways that I'm going to break it. it. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Uh, What else news is going on? RC Fest is happening still. There are RC things that got canceled and canceled and everything in between, but... Adam Munn's—it's a blood drive, actually, that he puts on, and it's in Illinois. And they're having that—that's still going on. That's going on August eighth, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. This weekend. By the time you listen to this, RC Fest will be happening. Nice. And it's in Tolano, Illinois. Oh, that's
0: a good ways away from ya.
1: Wow, it's 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 a good ways from everyone. <laughs> but it's a uh, it's an all-out bash fest they do like their truck competitions there's flying stuff that goes on he got involved with horizon and all sorts of good folks so he's been doing this since he was a very young teenager he had a blood situation and did a blood drive to start a bunch of you know awareness if you will and turned it into this big rc fundraiser that's been going on for five or six wow, years that's now that's super cool and yeah it's very neat and I met him once back in the days when I worked at Novak when he first kind of came onto the scene doing stuff I had an opportunity while I was visiting one of the distributors to go have dinner with him and his parents and you know wonderful family so it was really nice to meet them and when he reached out to Hobby Wing for some support I said you know of course right away Adam thanks a lot so uh, RC Fest going on uh, this weekend actually in Tolano Illinois all right and what else is exciting the international open got turned virtual
0: yes it did
1: i was it officially got eternally postponed what do they call that yeah I'd,
0: I'd say canceled and, until 2021 right. so yeah canceled this year at least unfortunately
1: this i'm sad panda we don't yeah, get to see everybody we're both as very we sad about last time panda,
0: panda. Whatever pan, yeah, sad whatever pandol is.
1: But they are doing a virtual international open, which will be online. So check out multigp.com. They have more information on the virtual international open that Hobbywing will be sponsoring the open class with. So we'll be joining in their live streams, having a good time over the weekend. They are that kicks off as well August 8th there's so much excitement going on this weekend awesome by the time you listen to this you'll be able to tune in to RC Fest as well as Multigp.com to check out all the cool things that are happening
0: yeah what an exciting weekend
1: in real life and in fake <laughs> life
0: uh, cool what, uh, what was that question that you got I'm, I've been curious for the last oh. 26 and a half minutes
1: the the number one question that we run into you know hands down my brand new hobby wing system got installed everything was perfect I ran it once twice three times or more got it out the next time and it doesn't work what's going on and in some situations people go to the point that they pull it out of their car and they send it in for warranty we check it out and everything's okay they insist that we replace it. We send them a new one. They put it in. The problem is still there. It doesn't. It doesn't work anymore. So, the big thing that we run into in warranty abatement, warranty aversion, mm-hmm. if you will, is a, a couple troubleshooting things with with the other items that are in the RC car. And it mainly comes down to the throttle channel. Okay. We run into a lot of situations where either bad plugs or the throttle channel itself makes the speed control not work. If your throttle channel that stops functioning that makes the speed control not operate obviously so the quick and easy test is to take your speed control either plug it into the battery slot on your receiver or the servo slot on your receiver take the servo plug that into the throttle channel fire everything up and see if that condition changes and mainly what you're looking for here is that when you turn it on and you move the throttle on your radio if the servo moves or doesn't move if it doesn't move your speed control is also not going to work when it's plugged into that channel that, that's right. the real process simple, of or, elimination that, right. real 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 quick and easy test that'll save you a lot of a lot of time and headaches because we do run into for whatever reason throttle channels on receivers not working or you'll bump a button on the transmitter your controller and turn the brakes down or adjust the throttle trim something along the lines that makes the throttle channel output incorrect. And when you plug a servo in there and operate your throttle, you'll get to see that either you'll move the throttle and it won't move, you move the brakes and it won't move, or it'll be way off center type of thing. And that's a clue that something may be wrong with the throttle right. channel. Itself. It's a
0: way of visualizing the, the little electrons going through the wires
1: eyes on the problem right. is what i've always right. called it because you, you you know the speed control can either work or not work flash a light at you or not and if the speed control is just flashing at you you're very inclined to think that the speed control doesn't work and i don't blame you like i would think the same thing but i've learned over the years my 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 number one secret is check that throttle channel so that that's the main right thing. Flashing, if that's flashing not it always feels
0: but like worse than just static right. doesn't
1: it it's an it's it's an error code it's like oh i'm broken this is a broken error code. Uh, and then the other one that we run into is uh, false shutdowns because of bad connections. The battery packs either have loose connections. If you're running a 25 or a 35C battery pack or even a 50C battery pack in a, in a car that's made to go fast, you're going to probably run into some shutdown problems. T-plugs, Dean plugs, Traxxas plugs, a lot of the EC-style plugs where the wire solders into the tube those can be kind of problematic as well. So those are some ones to look out for. If you run into shutdown problems or any sort of goofy stuff, uh, keep an eye on your plugs and the C ratings on your battery packs before you kind of do anything else. That's kind of first place to start checking.
0: Mm-hmm. Good call.
1: But other than that, those are uh, two real common ones that we get kind of day in and day out in the service department. So happy to share the love on the, the information sharing.
0: Sweet. Anything else? Nope. No. Nope. I
1: think uh, I think that's 30 minutes of me and you rambling on yeah. about all sorts of fun stuff. And if they've gotten this far, what can we do but thank them? Thank Let you. them know that if they have any questions for us, to please let us know. RC Stuff at Hobbywing.com is ready to help you out.
0: Well, once again, thank you so much for stopping by. This was another episode of RC Stuff powered by Hobbywing. I hope everyone has a wonderful morning, evening afternoon, or night. Thank you so much. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.